0: Reading is for jerks and icky, stupid people.
1: I've just finished washing my hair, and in this weather, I feel like a swamp hag. It's just
0: just the most humid. It's the most humid in all the land, and I don't like it very much.
1: My hair's just sitting
0: damp on my back, going... (sighs) and I'm going... when it's this kind of weather, it's either be rainy or be sunny. Don't do this double rainy, sunny bullshit where it's hot but it's wet and it's horrible and disgusting.
1: America, you might not know it, but Scotland is in fact a swamp.
0: Which is why we like it, because we're hags and we feel at home here. Basically. Oh, speaking of like witches and being hags, I've been making colour-changing potions. What? And I'll have to show you. I've been doing like a prototype. In fact, would you like to see now and also I will upload it on Twitter so that you can also see too also. Yes listen to me react in real time. And it's called the Totally Normal Healing Potion It's red. Basically like I put it in a bottle, I've got like this dribbling like wax seal kind of around it and a really old label style, you know like old poison label and it's this red see through potion and then you shake it and it turns to this horrible like black greeny swirly Mm -hmm. stuff. Secretly it's Tee hee 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 hee. Don't drink it. None of, it's, none of it's edible. You know I would. Yeah. It looks kind of tasty, doesn't it? But then, it'll change mm. back, then it changes back to red. Very nice. You are a I witch. I am a witch. Either way, they're fun to make, they're easy, and they're good, and I like them, and I'm just becoming a witch fully. And you 100%
1: rank one of them, and that's how you are a witch now.
0: <sighs> yes. It was kind of... Okay. I mean, you know the bones thing that I've got going on? I, mm-hmm. I ha- currently in my. um You're just a busy lady. I'm a very busy lady. I'm a very busy witch because I've got my deer skeleton and I've also got a crow corpse. Did I tell you about that? You've mentioned a lot of corpses. That's crow lately. corpse, and I also am saying that I have a puffin skeleton. What do you? A puffin skeleton. Yes, I went to the do beach. Really went to the beach. I kicked a jellyfish, I picked up a seashell, and then my friend was like, what's that? looks like a crab claw. And I was like, oh, that is no crab claw, my stalwart chum, that. It's a puffin skull! And then I picked it up and the entire skeleton was attached and then I was like, oh my god, Ooh. do not farm And just like threw it in my little cute because I had like a little cute basket because I was collecting seashells and it was like how adorable am I? I've got seashells in my little
1: kind of cute little basket. And then you were like, how adorable am I? I've got a whole fucking puffin skeleton <laughs> in my cute little basket.
0: Yes, exactly. So this is my witch life. I'm making potions collecting bones and, and that's what I'm doing.
1: Are we just two different Types of witches oh, definitely because you 're jaunting about picking up the bodies of the deceased, and I am just reading i 'm the boring witch, <laughs> the boring witch, I mean, I can summon things in Latin, but they 're not talking they just fucking ghost me, <laughs> they leave me on red
0: <laughs> is what the ancient demons do. we complement each other with our contrasting foilitude, so it 's good you 've got your stuff, and i 've got mine, but it complements. It beautifully, so that we can go and cast horrible spells upon the world and those who have wronged us. You know, we lift each other up. Mm-hmm. You can,
1: I don't know, gift me a skeleton, and I'll teach you to read. I would really like that deal.
0: I deal. I, I think I would go places if I knew how to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm Jessica Byrne. I'm a witch. Who can't read, but one day perhaps might, if I <laughs> cast a spell involving my bones and puffin skull.
1: I'm Philippa Evans, and if Beelzebub could answer my fucking messages just once, <laughs> Beelzebub, I know you're listening. <laughs> fucking ghosting demon.
0: And this is Everything's Awful Forever. It's a podcast about history and witches and cannibalism a lot. Boat-based Boats disaster. <laughs> don't
1: get on a boat, because... It never goes good. I still don't know what topic you're doing today. And again, I am all aflutter with excitement. Let me tell you, Philippa,
0: it involves... Boats? Witches. It <gasps>
2: involves...
0: Witches! Murder. It's everything. This is like the quintessential Everything is Awful Forever episode. Ooh. And let me tell you why this is the perfect Everything is Awful Forever episode. It features very heavily Henry VIII. <gasps> it's Guy it All. Boats are bad. Witches, murder, Henry the VIII. This <gasps> is the perfect episode. How are you doing Henry the eighth I knew this time would come. Oh, my womanly brain, it can't handle I'm it. Philippa, so not, the calm, the vapors calm your vapors. So calm yourself. No, I'm not doing Henry VIII yet. <sighs> I'm, I'm building <sighs> up to it. This is Henry VIII adjacent. Henry the adjacent. Anyway, shall I? Shall I go on the perfect? Everything is awful forever. Episode. <laughs>
1: yes yes i'm excited for henry and witches
0: mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay let me just take a big draft of my potion i mean my drink you're changing colors as we speak <laughs> right so in the spirit of where are they now i revisited viljama stephenson in the last episode i looked at some of our other notable bastards too to be like hmm, is there anything that we could do around these Dickets. So, in this instance, I was thinking about Matthew Hopkins, who is the self-proclaimed witchfinder general, mm-hmm. in which he trialed people for the witchcraft between 1612 and 1634. I thought to myself, yeah, that's all well and good. After all, it's a sign of a successful person that sees a gap in the market and then creates a job title for themselves. And we know witches abound. Even to this day, as I have explained, I am a witch, you are a book and plant witch, I am a bones and potion witch, you're talented in learning, which is very useful, very useful, very powerful. You're doing great, Philippa.
2: Thank you, Jess. (laughs) (laughs) But witches need weeding out and their ruin to be smote and their carcasses (laughs) jettisoned out of public consciousness for the goodness of purity to prevail.
0: But (laughs) what if you're already a powerful person? If you're already at the very, very, very tippy-top and witch-hunting may well be the product of power-mad or the utter stagnation of boredom of having everything done for you because you're so damn rich and powerful, would you maybe take matters into your own hands? (gasps) So... I don't know, I guess disclaimer, but there's kind of a few curveballs in this episode because the lives of these people are all sort of insane. So some huge fact, it may seem like I'm just breezing over, but that's just because there's so many things in this. Yeah, it's a lot. I'll do my best to keep it streamlined. So here we go. So the story of witch hunting begins, as all things should, with King Henry VIII. (laughs) Eighth. (laughs) begins with him it begins all of time it's like you know how there's like jesus was born i think we should change the calendar for like jesus and then it's up to the henry era and all dates will be named from after that point a h after hazard (laughs) so he was the 320 pound king with six wives successions and things are kind of complicated but i think it's important and it's important to me and henry is very 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 important so henry he had a bit of an air problem you see he tried really really hard to get himself a son and he only spat out a couple of daughters a bastard son that went ahead and died before he could be fucking legitimized and then a sickly weak ass (laughs) shitty son that just kind of shriveled up and died off pathetically Mm -hmm. This left a problem for England. Henry Tudor didn't have a proper heir because all he had were women. England had never had a woman on the throne before. Because women are just so weak and just so icky. And you
1: gotta feel with Henry that if you've got six wives and no son yet, the common denominator kind of, it might be you. No, they all just
0: had <clears throat> shitty wombs. Their wombs were too womanly. And too frail and icky and stupid and all the other things that all women are. So, some thought that the throne on Haz's death should go to his next relatives, not to his daughters. So the logic being that Henry's sisters had sons, so his nephews could be heirs, maybe. This is when kind of like civil wars begin to happen because everyone who thinks that they have a claim to the throne because Henry looked at them once. However, Henry being (laughs) Henry and the type to just go, I make the rules! I
2: am the king!
0: Screamed through mouthfuls of turkey lab, deep fried in butter. (laughs) He bellowed so that if his shitty son died, then the throne would go to his daughters. And that in his last will and testament, no Stuart would ever be on the throne, the fucking Stuart's. This meant that this was excluding his sister's kids. Basically, finders keepers in the throne for himself. And when Crappy Eddie did indeed die, pathetically, his firstborn <laughs> Mary was Queen of England. Better a woman Tudor than any Stuart at all! Screamed Henry, <laughs> thinking that Stuarts would probably fuck it all up and probably just fucking lose the crown like the dumb idiots they are. <laughs> so Henry's older sister Margaret Tudor goes off and marries James Stuart, aka James IV of Scotland. She, unlike Henry, was pretty good at making heirs, and she made a son, King James V of Scotland. James V, not so good at making heirs, only had one kid, Mary, and James dies shittily when she's just six years old, so oops, female queen of Scotland. Are you with me so far? (laughs) I'm with you. I was actually kind of impressed at how you condensed it all. Hmm. So she was Mary Stuart and around this time Henry's daughter Mary of Bloody Mary fame was ruling England. So everyone sighed because a bunch of silly whammon were ruling. Could someone just go ahead and have a son already so they can be king, which is the rightful thing? Jesus. So Mary Tudor the 1st of England, Henry's daughter, not very good at making heirs and makes none. Mary Stuart, Queen of Scots, Henry's grandniece, good at making heirs, makes a son. So this son is the topic of my episode. <laughs> so this is the Henry episode. It's, Henry. It starts with Henry, though. That's where it comes <laughs> from. So all the air and lineage stuff is kind of important because of this kid's upbringing, background, claims, and power. Since Henry wanted, wanted to divorce his super-Catholic wife so he could shag Anne Boleyn because Catherine only gave him a bloody fucking girl, Henry broke away from... Uh, the Catholic Church Catholic, yeah the Catholic <laughs> Church and broke away and kind of made his own Protestant adjacent themed church the Church of England with him as the head instead of the Pope aka the Church of Henry the Church of Henry, everything is Henry, everything good it's like you know when you when something is good I'm gonna call it Henry from now on, meaning that it's really, really good and I like it a lot.
1: You make a tower and you're like, "That's a good tower." Slap my name on it, Trump. <laughs> Is Henry the same <gasps> as Trump?
2: No, don't sully him. Is he? No, <gasps> take you take that back, sir. <laughs> I thought you liked me. You're throwing me. your glove on
1: the ground Stop and going, it. "Pistols at dawn." <laughs>
0: So Mary was raised super Catholic because of her mum, Catherine of Aragon, and her sister, Elizabeth, who Henry sired with Anne Boleyn, was raised super Protestant because Henry basically created a new fucking religion so he could fuck a woman. Catholicism and Protestantism would be the source of a lot of bloodshed, burnings, and fervor across Britain. But if there's one thing that these forms of the same fucking religion could agree on, it's that witches are bad, actually. They kind of are. They curse your cows. They curse your pigs, and they turn you into pigs. They do a lot with livestock, and it's weird. Mm. It's like, leave the chickens alone, Mildred. And the things they do to the devil's bottom, words would just... They would not describe Mm -mm -mm. it. So Mary, Queen of Scots, husband gets murdered. I'm sorry, this is one of those ones that I'm glossing over, because there's too much going on. Mary, Queen of Scots, gets a husband. He is murdered. He was a total sexy bastard cheating bad boy. And honey... You don't marry the bad boy. I know he's hot, but you don't marry the bad boy. So there was an explosion in the castle, which was as a distraction because Queen Mary's husband, Lord Darnley, was then found in the orchard dead assassinated, strangled <gasps> to death. Oops. Good job Mary was good at making heirs and had a son James before Lord Darnley was killed. That's just thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. She was arrested and imprisoned and forced to abdicate. This is when James was only what, one years old. People wanted to question her about the murder of Lord Darnley. At this point, Queen Elizabeth I was Queen of England. Elizabeth, Henry's second daughter, being the next in line for the throne after Mary Tudor died, because Henry said so, and he was even being demanded from beyond the grave. And two, Mary Tudor was really bad at making heirs. So Mary Stuart, the Queen of Scotland, pleaded with her cousin, Queen Elizabeth, to help. I had this, this whole like murder plot going on, and I didn't do it. I totally didn't do it. I wasn't even there at the time, you know? But Elizabeth just has no feeling of common sisterhood. No, she does not. She's Henry VIII's daughter. (laughs) But that would be a PR nightmare. The Scottish are icky and she was a fucking Stuart, mostly also mary Stuart's super fucking catholic gross elizabeth remembers big daddy has a screaming after he was deep in a cheese frenzy he <laughs> hurls a carafe of wine into the fireplace bellowing about how catholics are stupid brother fucking idiots with inferior daughter making wombs as he
1: like mm-hmm. forces butter down his ear holes and up his nostrils and he's just Oozing butter, <laughs> weeping butter tears. He starts going on about indulgences and the butter laws. <laughs> and that stays with the daughter. It
0: does. That kind of stuff is scar you. That buttery face. As Sorry. as like the kind of red mist descends upon Elizabeth, as this Catholic is talking to her, she declines to help her exiled cousin and accuses her of murder, and she is imprisoned. All of this leads me back to James the Sixth. He had a premonition. You see, Mary had fled for most of James's life because of the murder. He was only one years old when she left. She wrote him letters, but all he knew of his mother was what his tutors told him. Uh, oh, this is tutor, not tudor. Don't get the two mixed up. How old is he at this point, by the way? <laughs> at this point, he is 13. Okay. <laughs> he has a premonition. He basically only knew his mum through like portraits and through what people oh. told him about her. And of course they weren't really painting her in a very good light, what with being a murderer and all. You see also one of the main things that kind of implicated her in the murder is that one of the main people suspected of doing the murder itself, she married like 3 weeks after her husband died. Yeah, it's yeah. not a great look, it's not good look. Married. I mean you'd you'd wait a little bit longer. Even, you know, anyway, so it's very, very sus. So James didn't really know his mother, but he knew her to be a fool and perhaps even a murderer. And what's worse, also a woman and even, even worse, Catholic. Oh, did he not like the Catholic? No, he was told to be good and Protestant because the current queen, Elizabeth, is Protestant. And that's way oh. more important because Elizabeth the first, not very good at making heirs, being a virgin and all.
1: I mean, a virgin's done it once before. Elizabeth, mm,
0: come on. Come on. The last surviving kid of Big Daddy Hazza and the next in line would be Henry's great-great-great-grandnephew, James. So that's why it was really important for James to be on Lizzie's good side. She was super mm. Protestant, so James would be.
1: Don't want to take, like, a little trip to the Tower of London Mm-mm. just because Mm-mm. you've said a Hail Mary.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. James was a good, good, good Protestant boy not an icky catholic and already king of scotland he would be in line for the throne for the kingdom of england too being both the king of scotland and england respectively James's great-great-great-granduncle, Henry VIII, also demanded that Wales to be under English rule, too, because he said so as he stormed about (laughs) swishing a cape magnificently, shouting conflicting orders, pointing at somebody and having them hurled into the Thames for his amusement. And has someone done something about that Wales thing yet? Fucking get it done! So, James could be King of Scotland, England, and Wales. Wales, the most powerful king there's ever been. Perhaps he just has to not fuck it up. He just has to be in good with Elizabeth and make some airs, and everything's gonna be fine. <coughs> so the tutors that raised James knew knew to stay on her good books, super fucking Protestant, lest she inherited Daddy Hazard's capricious mood swings and she change her mind like women are wont to do. It's bad enough
1: when they're a lady, but when they're Hazard Eight's daughter, you just don't know which way the wind's gonna mm-hmm. blow.
0: And she was a ginger. And she's fucking ginger. Yeah. Even worse. Disgusting. <laughs> No wonder she was a fucking virgin. They're they're very (laughs) fiery-tempered. So, the King of Scotland, future King of England, came downstairs one day, looking pallid and shaken. His minister asked the kingling, what was the matter? He shakily replied that his mother, Mary, had visited him in a dream, but it was only her head. He dreamt that his mother's disembodied head floated towards him as he was unable to move Mm -hmm. in his bed, Mm -hmm. stuck under the cover's frozen by fear. The head floated towards him, unblinking, unbloody, just floating. Okay, the unbloody
1: is slightly comforting, because I was like, what is she? One of those penangulants? <laughs> <type> horrible, <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> entrail-shrieking ghosts. Join our Patreon to find out what that is. <laughs> when they beheaded her, she was just like,
2: whoop, I'm free. <laughs>
0: Seriously, it's on Patreon. (laughs) But anyway, James was visibly shaken as he told his minister. His feelings towards his mother were complicated because of her heathenistic Catholic ways and the murder and being a woman. And he didn't really know the woman anyway. But still, mixed feelings of shame and guilt manifested as he shakily told his minister that his vision could have been the result of dark magic, witchcraft, witchcraft, They put a spell on him, showing him visions of the future. His minister tried to calm the young king and bade him to settle. No witch would dare curse a king to see the future. This was a test of God, testing the young man to see if he could be bedeviled. Steeled in his biblical resolve to continue Protestantism, he shook it off as just a bad dream. Then, a week later... Queen Elizabeth sentences her cousin Mary, Queen of Scotland, to death. Oh. Ruh-roh. So sentencing queens to death was no big thing because she saw Big Daddy Hazard do it, like, all the fucking time. <laughs> In fact, her dad had Elizabeth's own mum's head lopped off, Anne Boleyn. Elizabeth's mumma mama was queen consort, though, so that was a different thing. This was the actual queen queen, so it was kind of a big deal. But anyway, Mary Stuart, she dead, Just as James had foreseen.
1: Uh, I'd gotten it kind of mixed up. I thought that Mary was already beheaded by this point. Uh, So he saw the future.
0: He did see the future. James was a young lad. Kind of lonely. He spent most of his time just like reading the fucking Bibble and just being a big old dog. He didn't really have any friends. But then he developed a very special friendship. Or with a fancy pump, gentleman. A fancy pump, gentleman. Uh, yes, like a pumpy, puffy, toffy, fluffy man. Oh, okay, like a like a big peacock of a man. <laughs> Okay. The 38 year old Esme Stewart, the first Duke of Lennox. This man was flamboyant and didn't treat the kingling as a little kinglet to be mollycoddled. He was a bad influence on the young Jim, who began to swear.
2: He's seemed so like to swear.
0: Splod. <gasps> Swoonies. <gasps> terrible an, an observer said of the teenage james quote from the time he was 14 years old and no more that is when the lord stewart came into scotland even then he began to clasp someone in the embraces of his great love above all others and that james became in such love with him as in the open sight of the people often he will clasp him about the neck mm. with his arms and kiss him this shall not be. This shall not be. This good, good, good Protestant boy was being tempted. He was being bedeviled. James was normally so pious. In fact, Philip, let me tell you, he was so pious, so good at the Bible, he didn't even mess around with women. Mm-mm, Not a one. He's just so good in a Bible liking. That's why he doesn't like women. Most kings have a horde of concubines, even at 13, but he was just so Bibble and so Protestant that he resisted all of his natural urges against touching women a lot. How godly. Put that portrait of Duke of Lennox down, James. No, bad. Spraying (laughs) him in the water. So, okay, okay, okay. It's time to get this kid a wife ASAP. They forced James to banish Lennox, but he continued to write him love letters. I mean, letters of deep friendship. Uh Also, Lennox had these weird sort of like religious views too. And they're like, no, 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 no. We got to Elizabeth like us still. So they were like, banish, banish the fop. We
1: like plain good old English Catholicism Mm -hmm. No, no, Protestantism, 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 boring as mushy peas, mm-hmm. not
0: the flamboyant cheesecake of Catholicism. No, 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 mushy peas only, mm-hmm. potatoes with nothing on them, and that's all. So what they did, they found the prettiest princess they could to lure him back to the good side. Oh. He was married off to the beautiful Danish princess who was blonde and, and cute and just just make an air now, okay? Just make an air, just make an air. You could ponce about with fops, but air first, okay? <laughs> when Lizzie One bites the dust, James, you'll be double king. So just get that air out there, okay? Just get the air out. Air it out, air it out, mate, air it out. Being fourteen and emboldened by his first ever friend, the thirty eight year old i must remind you he thought that it would be the height of chivalry to sail out to meet her because bad storms kept her from crossing the sea as many viking had done before her so wouldn't it be absolutely wonderful to go and rescue the princess oh oh that, that he's very 14 he's so very 14 and so people were like um you should just wait Because the sea is really bad and he is like, no, I'm doing it. I'm going to be double king. So he sails out to meet her, and then they stayed in Denmark for a little while with his new wife. The ministers and the puppet masters behind the king sighed a sigh of relief. All he had to do was air it up, and being a newlywed and young cute couple, they would surely do that. Except that while he was in Denmark, all he was kind of interested in was talking to philosophers and stuff. So on their return home, they were once again struck by severe weather. So much so that people were concerned that the ship actually might get wrecked before the guy could air. And then there'd be even more trouble with who got the throne. So the Danish monarchy were furious at the state of the ships that were sent over. They weren't exactly the magnificent galleons that one might expect the future king of England and their own princess to be taken on. Who was responsible for this? (gasps) The finance minister gulped nervously. If he owned up to it being his fault, it would be his neck on the line, quite literally. While no monarch was as execution-happy as King Henry, King James was sort of as of Henry's blood and might decide the same fate. The finance minister cleared his throat and admitted, No, 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 no. It's not I who is to blame for sending bad ships. It's, uh... Oh, witches. He did a -a witcheroo switcheroo. Witches are the ones to blame for sending the storms. Ships, perfectly fine and dandy. Coven of witches sent the storm. Therefore, witches. Science checks out. Science checks out. Aha. Witches had plagued James his whole life. Life. First a witch gave him a vision of his mother's beheading, <laughs> then it came true, then a witch beguiled him in the form of a sexy flamboyant French Scotsman Lennox. Now <laughs> the witches made an attempt on his very life. Enough. It was time, for ever. Time to wield the Bible as a paladin <laughs> may wield a
2: righteous sword so that all Britain may be excised out of sin and ruin. Find the witches. Hunt
1: them down! James, James, um, Dungeons and Dragons was (laughs) last Tuesday. Kinging is today. No, I respect no difference between the James, James. it's it's donald's turn you know the 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 necromancer what
0: it's not all about you man and plus you rolled really low on your initiative it's not even your fucking turn mate you've got to wait so we must prepare for the greatest witch hunting of our lives philippa quickly
2: to the workhouse
1: are the orphans witches
0: are we hunting the orphans no
2: i think it'll be really
0: bad to hunt the orphans because we kind of use them you know and then if we get rid of them all then we'll have to get new ones we could get them on like a little side business so we make them make witches potions we get the money from that then we turn them all in because we're witch hunters and they'll be like these are a bunch of witches oh wait but no but then we're back at having to get more orphans it's complicated
1: that's why we're in charge and they're the labor (laughs) we got the big brains
0: very wrinkled very big brains but while we're on the subject of witches before the trials begin i would like time to spread a nasty little rumor if it's all right (gasps) with you that's how witch hunts start I'm ready. Did you hear about Emily Reardon? Tell me more. A criminal through and through. But (laughs) back in the day, sometimes you'd be allowed a trial once you were caught. And unfortunately, Emily was caught. Often you could choose trial by combat, Game of Thrones style. But Emily chose another equally valid kind of trial. Trial by ordeal. You see, you could choose either fire or water. If you chose fire, you'd be handed a red-hot metal bar and be made to carry the searing bar for three metres. No, thank you. If your hands healed within three days, God looked upon you favourably. You were indeed innocent. If not, you were executed. Sorry, sorry you bend your hands. Did anybody ever pass the fire ordeal well maybe Emily will we shall see (gasps) but if Emily was to choose water what they would do is throw you into the sea or a river and if the currents carried you back to shore you were deemed innocent again God was like not today Satan and would take care of you but if not and you were drowned well you were drowned and you probably did it so you know you deserved it fair enough Emily chose water probably the most sensible of the two and we never saw her again either she drowned or so wily was emily that she simply swam away into the night the magnificent bastard
1: that would be the sensible thing just
0: swim to france mm. they love criminals there i hear <laughs> the french Fucking french <laughs> But <laughs> thank you very much, Emily. Your support helps keep this podcast going, quite literally. We wouldn't be able to without support of patrons like you. And you can join our Patreon to hear all our mini excellent things that we have there at patreon.com forward slash awful forever podcast.
1: Thank you, Emily, wherever you are. France probably. Fucking French.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: she said eating a giant wheel of cheese. <laughs>
0: also social medias it's awful forever podcast in some iteration do that
1: the orphans are swimming to France too now apparently oh, shit. they didn't like their ordeal
0: great absolute shower of bastards <laughs> we'll get some more orphans it's surprisingly easy to get orphans you just come across a child and then you know you can make them an orphan if you know what I mean I was gonna say you just come across a child and then you murder their parents never mind that's said nothing. finesse Philippa. we've been talking about finesse and subtlety
1: if we tell other people everybody's going to make
0: orphans do it and then the market will be saturated with fucking workhouses and we don't want that again right let's go (laughs) there's about to be a cool-ass witch trial shall we get to it i'm ready wonderful let the witch hunts begin Who sent that terrible tempest as an attempt on King James's life and his new queen? You see, in Scotland, witches were burned at the stake. This was because burning would give witches a taste of the flames of hell before they would be Mm. cast there for all eternity. But first they had to find them. And there was a woman in a little village called Anna Caldings. Some people in the village would go to her house, sometimes late at night, sometimes with illnesses, They would leave, sometimes with a little bottle or a little, like, packet, and then a a few days later, their illness would be cured.
2: Witchcraft!
0: (laughs) I love how we try to scream quietly now, and we're like, witchcraft! from my patreon episode yesterday my voice really fucking hurts so i can't do my usual screech levels
1: join our patreon listen to jess screeching it's worth it it's what you want
0: right for your audio medium screeching (laughs) anna was subjected to thumbscrews. And as her fingers crushed and snapped beneath the horrible tightening of the finger vise, helpfully she revealed the names of some people in the coven that conspired to set the storm on the ship. It's funny how torture works like that. Mm, It's funny, isn't it? She revealed that they had conjured devils to climb aboard or something. Mostly she was just shrieking and crying, but they totally heard it and she was like... And they were like, devils, you say? Interesting. <laughs> and it was definitely, definitely witches. So names were revealed. Seven people from West Lothian in Scotland. Beautiful, bonnie Scotland.
2: Beautiful and righteous and holy and burning <laughs> with a passionate religious fervor that shall be cast upon them like the flaming flame of the Lord himself.
1: Have you considered a profession in the church? <laughs> I think I would make a really good zealot. I appreciate the Catholic Church would not have you as a priest, but
0: I think you could maybe change their (laughs) mind. Thus began the North Berwick witch trials. Each of the named witches were rounded up and questioned. How was the tempest created? All were tortured to reveal more. James himself attended the torture sessions. What an honor! The king comes in and, oh no, he's just there to be like... Are you a witch? And, like, whip you and shit, and just, it's bad. So, how was the spell done? Why, one of the women in the coven dug up a dead body, severed the genitalia and the limbs of the man. This sounds like you. Yes. Shh. I might be revealing my secrets here, but, yes. dead, dead body sever the genitalia and the limbs, tie them to the legs of a cat. Then get that cat with his limbs and dick and stuff and chuck that cat into the sea and quote that logic there did arise such a tempest in the sea as greater hath not been seen obviously that's how you make a storm happen fucking obviously philippa
1: you throw a cat with limbs tied to it into the ocean and the ocean is like
0: no like thank what the you fuck is this and tries to like swirl it out but then the it's like a sort of trial and the cat was a dickhead and was actually guilty of the crime and so instead of going short it just goes deeper into the sea and then it just becomes a problem magic is hard okay so this was good they got the details of how the storm was done but what about the coven itself seven main witches seven deadly exes and much like the seven <sighs> evil exes they weren't all the gender you might expect the ringleader of the coven. Dr. John Cunningham. A man... A man-witch.
1: Oh, that's like a witch, but what? Can you even imagine it? I have to now, you've
0: just told me.
1: It's terrible, isn't it?
0: (laughs) Disgusting. So King James oversaw all the proceedings and is under what I call intense persuasion of thumbscrews and hot coals and such, the doctor revealed that he had made a pact with the devil for power. And seven? (laughs) Ha ha ha! You think there's only seven? No, there's like dozens of us! A 150! James was shocked. Seven was fine. Doable. He could torture that many. It was kind of easy. A little tiring. You know, torture, 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 but then you have a nap and it's okay. (laughs) But apparently witches are fucking crawling out of the woodwork. 150? 150? That's more fingers than I have on both hands. it's gonna take ages. It's gonna take like a week. Maybe
2: this was getting scary. These people must be jettisoned from the body land, cast into the (laughs) unyielding flames of justice.
0: And when North Berwick trials were done and the seven witches executed, burned at the stake. But the hundred and fifty, and then how much more from then? Because you know, if two people tell two people, and then those two people tell two people, (laughs) basically the entirety of Scotland are witches. It's like a fucking pyramid scheme of devilry (laughs) the people need to know james commissioned a pamphlet that didn't use any hyperbole or sensationalizing whatsoever
1: absolutely and
0: relayed the whole witch trial to the people the aim was to rile the countrymen into a religious frenzy but with all the passion of an intensive zealot this wasn't quite good enough he wrote a whole ass book called demonology in Mm. 1597 in order to educate the scottish public about vampires sorcery werewolves and oh my god we're all going to die everyone is a fucking monster and they all send storms and they (laughs) chuck mum heads at you holy shit oh my god holy fuck also, he used his platform to debunk the rumours that he hated of women.
2: <laughs>
1: witches! Freakish abominations unto God, but you know, the,
0: the other woman's okay. Well, I don't hate women, I just hate witches. So he actually wrote this, quote, As that sex is frailer than a man is, so is it easier to be entrapped in these gross snares of the devil. As was overwell proved by the true, uh, blah, blah, blah. reading is hard. Philippa, can you <laughs> cast the spell again so that I can read the rest of this? All right. Thank it's you. Done. As was overwell proved to be true by the serpent's deceiving of Eve at the beginning, which makes him the friendlier mm. with that sex since then. He didn't hate women. It's just that women, being so much weaker than men were, were the ones easily seduced by the devil.
1: Hear me out, though. Eve was seduced, allegedly, Mm -hmm. by Mm -hmm. the devil, but let's assume she was. Mm -hmm. Adam was seduced by a fucking woman. The little, pathetic, shriveled raisin of a person. I mean, who could be persuaded by a woman? I know, it's... (laughs)
0: this is what always baffles me Like, she was beguiled and bedeviled by this ultra powerful incredible being that's whole steeze is to be like suave and charming and Eve just goes mm. hey hey Adam jiggle jiggle my boobies and he goes oh, okay okay <laughs> and Eve's the one that gets all the shit she's the one that was like be- beguiled by a monster she just went hey Adam and then he went okay <laughs> <laughs> Look, boobs are powerful. They are powerful. Never forget. Mm -hmm. They are powerful. Yeah, I don't disagree. But the argument stands. The argument stands that women are weak, and he didn't hate women, he just hated weak, unreligious people. (laughs) And they, they just happened to be women, you know? What a coincidence. As Elizabeth, the most powerful woman in the Western world at the time, raised an eyebrow slightly. Oh no! Anyway... Being mortal, Lizzie did indeed die, and she died in 1603, James VI of Scotland, simultaneously now James I of England. But England's policies on witches were to be hanged or imprisoned. Those English are
2: WEAK! (laughs) And James (laughs) shall bring about the holy flame to burn out the weak and the wicked and the unrighteous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The English thought that at the later stages of his reign,
2: they were getting a little bit
0: tired from all these witch trials. The Scottish witch trials that burned through the country, quite literally, claimed 4,000 women. And modern advances were starting to encounter more scepticism over the existence of witches at all. Once King James changed the English laws so that witches would be hung on their first supposition of witchcraft regardless of whether or not it was deemed to help people. That helpful woman giving you a potion to cure your cold? Witch, Witch! She must die. Also, if those were to be seen to have a witch's mark the devil's teat, as Philippa explains in her Witch Hunter episode. No trial was needed. This was evidence enough. Mm. And your mortal
2: body <laughs> shall be stripped from the face of the earth and cast into the holy, loving embrace <laughs> of the
1: Lord. Doesn't that terrify you? I have <laughs> moles. Yes, everyone's got moles. I have freckles. I'm covered in witch's teats.
0: Yeah, yeah but it's just further evidence of your witchery. Fair enough, I am a witch. Confirmed. (laughs) (laughs) James became known throughout as the Witch Hunter King,
2: and his
0: witch obsession seemed never-ending, but things seem never-ending until they do end. His fervor petered out, Towards the end of his life, people joked that he was more like the deer hunter king rather than the witch hunter king. <laughs> <laughs> and then you put them to death, right? He, no, he was kind of boring by this stage.
1: <laughs> it, it just happens sometimes. Like, you got a hobby and you do your best and you're into it, like stamps, say, or burning <laughs> witches, same mm-hmm. thing.
0: And then you just get old and you look back and you're like, I I, I did my thing. Yeah, like, I really enjoyed it at the time, but you could only get so much enjoyment out of a thing. There was even a scandal with people in his court, involving people directly close to him, of someone being accused of witchcraft. And where this would have sent James spiralling to a jabbering, frothing-at-the-mouth zealot speech, of which I have no more voice to perform <laughs> for you, I'm afraid, he just kind of shrugged, meh. Witches, that's so old hat. In order to beat a zealot, an unchecked one with unlimited power, just let them play witch hunter until they get bored of it. Either you succeed and find literally all the witches, or you're just like, eh, it's just not as fun anymore. They just don't scream as good anymore, or I'm going Mm. deaf, I don't know. I don't know. However, the new world, America full of the overly religious that left England because they weren't religious enough, witch burnings, baby, you got a stew going. And then later on, Hopkins himself enraged with that zeal, that the zeal for witch hunting died down, so he kind of reignited it for a bit. Oh, yeah. And one last thing. Henry's prediction that the Stuarts would fuck it all up and probably just lose the crown like the dumbass, stupid, icky (laughs) idiots they are, well, James's son... Charles I was overpowered and beheaded and they got rid of the fucking monarchy. <sighs> so a steward did indeed lose the crown after Heather all. was right all along. Cromwell made himself called Lord Protector, which is totally actually different than King. It's got a different name. I'm going to still, you know, be in charge and Texas is still going to come to me and I'm going to tell everybody what to do, but I'm not the King. I am had named Lord Protector. So anyway, what what I'm saying is this entire moral of my whole story is just do is that uh, is exactly as Henry VIII says because he was right, actually.
1: Unless Hazard Ace is also a <laughs>
0: <laughs> if he was a witch, he would have made sons. I'm just saying. <laughs> Not fucking Eddie, who was absolute garbage.
1: <laughs> oh, poor Hazzard. He tried. He tried so hard. And we should have just listened to him. Yeah. Anyway, that is the tale of the Witch Hunter King. James and witches, it's my jam. I just... Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so... James the sixth slash the 1st mm-hmm. It's too confusing. There's a lot. I'm about yeah. a simple woman. I can't yes. keep it in my head. He's two things. He's two things, and that confuses me. I'm just gonna call him James the Sixty First, if that's okay, alright. Yeah. That's now good.
0: On. Or how about like James two Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> or you know, like when the Fast and the Furious goes and it's like too fast, too furious. It's like two King, two James.
1: Or I'll just call him James the Sixth, but in my mind, I mean like the fraction, one over six.
0: Ah, uh, yes, 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 yes.
1: That's a good way of do it. That's how history works.
0: Jimmy Sixes. Scotland was very bad for witches. I think it was yes. one of the worst for witch burnings. Definitely, like as I was researching this, like I was reading up about the um, like the amount of trials and stuff that went over in England, and they just were nowhere near. They didn't kill nearly as many people as Scotland did, and of course, Scotland brutally burning them instead of hanging them—the civilized way, of course, to hang someone.
1: I'm kind of shocked and disappointed that England was the more civilized, because I feel that history has not borne that out on the whole.
2: sorry England (laughs) no no we're not great are we (laughs) we're pretty shit pretty shit
1: Scotland we we learned from we had our teenage years like Mm -hmm. the crazy times the witch burning times yeah and and now I feel like we're a mature nation hmm speaking of delightful witch burnings Yes? Some things are nice sometimes. Yes. I've had a hard week. The rabbit lost a tooth in surgery. The surgery was hard. Then she went and poked her eye with a piece of hay and got an eye ulcer. So that was the next vet trip that I did that week. And then it's been a a time. And I have to put eye drops in a rabbit twice a day. And do you know what that's even like? they don't enjoy it.
0: I'm imagining full of vitriol and punching.
1: A lot. She she doesn't punch exactly. She does a little scrabble. So she tries to disembowel you with her tiny tiny claws. <laughs> and it's funny, but it also hurts my feelings. Yeah. But I think that my some things are nice sometimes is that I'm still writing, which is really good. So I'm preparing a sto- like different stories for different submissions to anthologies and it feels really good to be creating again cuz Yeah. After the eight years that I studied, I felt like I could never be creative again, or write words
0: that weren't citation below, or... It's kind of horrible how uni can be wonderful, but sometimes it also can crush your desire to do writing that isn't for essays. Mm. Like, I think my dissertation just kind of, like, took all writing out of me, and now I'm just like, no more! no more i enjoyed
1: writing my thesis but i felt like afterwards i would only ever be able to speak in academies ever again yeah and so being able to kind of work on the horror writing that i'm doing now is very satisfying so that's my some things are nice
0: it's very good i love it i think people need a creative outlet even if it's just something silly like you just take up little tiny knittings or something people need creativity
1: Tried embroidery, but that's metal as fuck. I mean, I couldn't use my fingers again for a week. <sighs> Crafts are hard. They are hard. Badass. They just sat there embroidering all day, turning themselves into blind goblins.
0: <laughs> Uh, something that I inspire to be. Join our Patreon, hear me be a goblin. <laughs> this is why my voice is fucked. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash All Forever Podcast. I think, you know, you need to do like a mid-roll and then an end-roll so that people remember, because during the middle of the episode they're like, oh, I'll do it, I'll do it later, and then they don't. So join our Patreon forward slash All Forever Podcast. Patreon forward slash All Forever Podcast. We've got social medias, All For Forever Podcast. <coughs> Everything is All Forever Podcast. Just, like, just please, please Please validate us.
1: <laughs> Otherwise, Jess will scream at you like Jiminy screaming to like the... Like the
2: fire of a thousand winds, I shall come upon you <laughs> like the power of...